How's everyone doing out there? I'm Zero to Chaos. I'm Quizzical Chester. Tazerite 86. And oh boy, it is September 23rd, 2022. And this is the console of the spark. I said console. God, it's not like it's been a month and I still can't say this word correctly. <laughs> I can help you. the council of the spark. Thank you. I'm, I'm passing on to y'all, man, for now on to the opening for the podcast. <laughs> ah, golly. First, we, uh, I, I do apologize for the late release of this episode. Uh, I caught the COVID and I was out for two weeks. Well, that's true. So the first, the, the first reason was Dragon Con. The second reason I got COVID. <laughs> and then the third reason, well, there ain't a third reason because we're here right now doing the podcast. So we're all good. <laughs> um, how's everybody else doing? I'm doing better. Let's just say September has been trying for all of us. Yes, yeah. that one thousand percent, bro. Fun things to announce: uh, we have shirts now. <laughs> what? What? Uh, that's right. The Spark Syndicate has some merch. Uh, you will see it right here on the screen right now. This is what editing is for. It's amazing. Um, the link for our the link to our website will be in the description below. So if you want to support us further. Just check it out, guys. I have a surprise. I'm actually wearing one right now. You'll see it on the, the stream. And if y'all, speaking of the stream, the Spark Syndicate live every Friday, 8.30 Eastern time. Friday Night Magic is awesome. Spend it with the with the family. Spend it with us. It's amazing. Uh, a new set came out. My brain almost said Dom, Dominumera, because I can't read, right? Dominary United came out. <laughs> I think I still said it wrong, but that's all right. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Give us a set name. Dominaria United. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. (laughs) But yes, the new set has come out. Uh, I think we all have our mixed views, good and bad, I think, of the new set. Let's see. I'll definitely say let's start with Tezzeret. Because I know I'm pretty sure out of all of us who's played it, who's played around with it the most, I think would be you. Uh, What do you think? Yeah, it's it's a more love hate with all of these cards. The three I picked, the three I picked because I thought they were they were interesting and they're fun to build around. My first card, of course, is going to be uh, Weatherlight Completed. It's probably one of the more unique vehicle cards that we've uh, seen. It's a two drop legendary artifact vehicle flying. 5-5, five, five, but it doesn't have a crew cost. What it does, okay. Yeah. What it does is as long as uh, it has four or more Phyrexis counters on it, it becomes a Phyrexian creature in addition to its other types. Whenever a creature you control dies, put a Phyrexis counter on Weatherlight completed. Then draw a card... If it has seven or more Phyrexis counters on it, if it doesn't, scry one. This card is hilarious, especially with the vehicle deck, when you have the mech hanger. So for three, you can make this thing, you can turn a crude creature, or for three mana off of the mech hanger, you can make him a 5-5 creature and swing with him. <laughs> you don't actually win. Wait, it gets even better. Tezzeret, uh, Betrayer of Flesh. Minus two, him. Target, 
artifact becomes a 4-4 creature if it isn't a vehicle. If it's a vehicle, it becomes a permanent uh, creature uh, of whatever it is. So for minus two off of a Tezzeret, I can make him permanently a 5-5 for two mana. That's broken. I don't see uh, I'm not, uh, I've played a lot of it. It's not as broken as it sounds because we don't really have that much in pilots and crewing to really help this. I mean, it's very selective. So it's a cool card. It's crazy when you can cheat it into being a creature without having to put Phyrexis counters on it. But it's also a great scry engine for sacking your creatures too. For things like uh, braids, um, the Liliana, I mean, just sack outlets help you scry. So that's my, that was probably one of my top picks right there for my, my top three. We'll go to Jester next. My so, number one in this set, but once I tell you two what this is, you're going to go, yeah, why didn't we think so? I chose this card for two reasons. The first, it's a nightmare wall. A wall with a second creature type. I absolutely love it. But it's a gibbering barricade. Two and a black. It's got Defender, of course. For two and a black, sacrifice a creature, I gain one life and draw a card. And it's a 2-4. It's a draw engine in a token deck. I saw this card and instantly I was like, I thought of Jester 100%. I mean, if anybody's heard me talk or has seen me in person, I am nothing more than a gibbering barricade. <laughs> That's great. I know it's just the it's the intro set, so I'm pretty sure we'll get some more interesting defenders and walls and stuff uh, as oh, the yeah. sets go on. But like, just the start. Mm. I'm not gonna throw any card names because one of the other cards I think you might have, Jester. I think one of the other two might be one of them, but. If you're thinking about what I think you're thinking about, I think you're wrong. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not. I will. I will. I will be surprised. Synergistically between gibbering barricade and weatherlight completed, you've got a way to scry away that that top card before you even draw. So you like you don't like what you're gonna draw. You have a scry. Mm -hmm. I'm having a blonde moment. What is weatherlight completed? That's the card I was talking about. Whenever oh. a creature, whenever a creature dies, you get to basically scry. Or if you have seven or more Phyrexis, you actually get to draw an additional card. So you sack with that and Phyrexis on the field, you get a scry and a draw or two draws. And a life. Mwah. And a life. And a life. Yeah. Because you know it's hard to have a life, right? I suppose that's what I heard. Jeez. <laughs> like, I didn't really have a chance to, to look at the cards, but then when I had no choice but to sit down and not do anything, I looked at the cards. <laughs> I looked at them deeper. Uh, my first pick, of course, a Johnny Sleeper Agent. I'm a Planeswalker fanatic. I love the, I love all things Planeswalkers. Uh, I have a massive collection of physical Planeswalkers collection that I have. A Johnny is my favorite Planeswalker. And green-white is my favorite color combination in Magic. So that's three That's three good strikes right there. Tez made a good point. He's like, this card can be thrown literally into anything green-white. Green-white, reach your base, go wide, go Planeswalker. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane. I have not yet in battle done the emblem yet, but honestly, I haven't been trying to get to it. It's just been literally just... 
build, distribute one ones, keep the pressure on the opponent. I like the Phyrexian pay the two life or pay the mana, so that, that leaves me open with you know good combos, especially uh, my uh, green white enchantment um, competitive deck I have for standard right now. Um, I yep. put a Johnny in my sideboard, but lately I've been running it in my main, and bruh, I don't need it yep. early. Uh, when you're stuck or, you know, something board wipes and having a Johnny in hand, pop, sometimes that can help push you up. Plus, enchantments still are very effective, I feel, in standard right now, so. Oh, yeah, they are. Buff them creatures up, bruh. I, I was definitely not disappointed with this Johnny right now. Let's run it back to Tez. What's your number two card, bro? My number two card is Shauna Purifying Blade. And it's because it's my three favorite colors. Band, green, white, blue. She's a 3-3 legendary human warrior with lifelink and has at the beginning of your end step, you may pay X. If you do draw X cards where X can't be greater than the amount of life you gained this turn. Her in conjunction with the uh, two drop human that allows you to tap your creatures down, you can pay and basically reload your hand easily at the end of your turn so no matter what your if you know your opponent's got a board wipe and you're just like okay cool um i'm just gonna reload my hand at the end of my turn and now you'll have ammo for the next round of uh turns good but but you gotta get it you gotta gain that life too so you gotta find ways to gain life off of her what color was she uh bant white or green white blue with green and white, yeah, there's definitely life gain options available. Yeah, I mean, you've got uh, the one drop uh, cleric guy that when a creature enters the battlefield, you gain a life. You've got the three drop druid chick that uh, you gain a life when a creature comes into play. Yeah, that one guy that whenever a creature, whenever you cast a creature, he makes a creature or makes a training creature or whatever. I mean, you, you guys saw my, last week, you guys saw my uh, banned humans deck that was just like go wide smash and a cool thing too I, I'm, I haven't been playing physical magic in a while but this card's only a dollar a dollar pretty much right now yeah so like if you're if you're playing like commander whew, I'm just yeah. saying like a three a three cost three three commander that with lifelink itself and can yeah. pull you cards okay I like that yeah like I have my my band deck I mean, I run Rafika the Many in that, but she would definitely be a card to go in that deck and possibly run as a secondary commander. And I think the the best thing about new cards, man, the new cards come out, you, you, you know, like, your level of magic and, like, how much, how long you've been playing magic. When, like, at first I was like, yeah, standard, standard. Now I'm like, all the cool cards that I can put into a commander deck go. Oh yeah, because, like I look at it, I look I look for commander and historic brawl because, I mean, to me, you don't have to get four copies or three copies of something. Now you just have to have that one copy, and it just adds a little something something extra to the deck. Oh, yes. or a potential a potential play that you could have. That's why I like it. This this card can get really out of hand and really crazy. That's the but best. I'll pass it to Jester now. Okay. Uh, for me, my second, I didn't realize this until tonight, my second has a little bit of history behind it. 
And the reason this card is my second is because it's my second favorite creature type, and it produces my third favorite creature type. <laughs> it is a tree folk that produces sapperlings. Oh. And I am talking about Nemata, the primeval warden. It costs two, a green, and a black. It is a legendary tree folk creature. It is a legendary tree folk creature. Hey. See, we're going right back to that gibbering barricade. If a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead. When you do, create a 1-1 green sapperling creature token. Tap a green, sacrifice a sapperling. Nemata, primeval warden, gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Tap one and a black, sacrifice two sapperlings, and draw a card. It's a 3-4. It's also another draw engine in case nobody noticed. <laughs> Jester is like, we gonna get these cards, all right? Look, right? I can't say anything. And the art of this is just absolutely. And it's a sack engine, too. Yeah. And it's a tree folk. <laughs> what I didn't realize about this card is I thought this was a new card, you know? Mm -hmm. Only to find out that back in uh, Plane Shift, Nemata was already created back then. Except. It was called Nemata Grove Guardian, and it oh. cost you two and a green just to drop a sapling, and then sacrifice a sapling, and all saplings get plus one plus one until end of turn. It was still a four five though. Ooh, okay. One thing too, I'm, I'm just surprised, man. This card's only fifty nine cents. <laughs> Jeez. I'm like, Are you looking at it? Yeah, I, I, I have. Look I pulled the art. Down. Look at the art on that card. Yeah. I would hang that poster on my wall. Golgari has like like they have some Golgari like art sweet, is amazing. Like yes. sweet artwork, man. Like I'm, I'm green white, so I mean I'm I'm not biased about it, but you know, if I have to do some abs and then splash that green black green black white, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But no, like I saw this card too. I was actually thinking about uh for my uh, commander deck or the brawl deck for arena, I was thinking about making one around this one. Plus, it has reach. And you know me and oh, my no. bad luck with flyers, so that, that that's already a plus right there alone. The right. fact that it's three folk with reach just made me giddy as a schoolgirl. <laughs> How long have I been complaining about tree folk not having reach? Forever. Right. But it's the truth, though. It's like I'm a tree folk. You know what? You know what lives in trees? Birds. You know what most birds do? Fly. Same thing with an archer that doesn't have reach. My next, my next card uh, is a little bit on the other end. Uh, of course, I love tokens, and that's been my my thing since I started playing Magic back in the day. Uh, but what a lot of people may not know is that when Jester introduced me to Magic um, at DragonCon. I bought some random cards and pretty much the whole box of a thousand random cards was black. <laughs> so, <laughs> so those of y'all here in the background, that's a ray of hope. That is my beautiful other half. Who was also there <laughs> when, it, when it happened. <laughs> um, so black still holds a very like close place in my heart. So my next card, what is that? She said hers too. Bam. Because black caused my husband to fall in love with me and hate me at the same time. <laughs> Story for another night, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows? We might have some time after this. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, Braids Arson Nightmare. Legendary Creature Nightmare. 
At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice an artifact, creature, enchantment, land, or planeswalker. If you do, each opponent may sacrifice a permanent that shares a card type with it. For each opponent who doesn't, that player loses two life and you draw a card. One, Arena, you need to make multiple opponents so I can put this in the brawl right. deck so I can use this card effectively. <laughs> but this card right now in standard is hilarious because you have most people who either A, don't know that it can <laughs> sacrifice lands too as well. Mm -hmm. So literally late game, board wipe, if I'm all if I'm already mana flooded or if you're getting mana screwed and your life is low, I'm just gonna make you get rid of all your lands. Uh I'm a token fanatic. So I put this in my uh my remade Draugr deck, because Draugr got pushed out of standard. This fool comes out, I'm sacrificing uh two two zombies. Most of the time people are either just gonna take the two and I draw a card. I'm not bad with that at all. For a three 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 three. Did you see the alternate art on this card? No, I didn't. Let me go look at it. Let me go look it up real quick. But um, when I saw this card, I was like, yes, I want this. This card. was in, this was in my top five list right here. So I have I have my five cards pulled up. Is it the uh, <laughs> is it the stain the stained glass one? The stained glass one. Oh yeah, that looks sweet. Who's the stained glass card for this set? Is like killing it while others should be burnt at the pyre. Like, I don't mean to interrupt, but if you look at the stained glass art for Nemata, mm -hmm. yeah. it may be the fact that my eyes suck, but I don't really see Nemata. I see the glass, the, the stained glass painting on the beast castle before he got turned into the beast. I'll pull it up. Yeah, look at the stained glass art for that card. There, there's just too much muted color around Nemata. Like, too many greens and yellows and browns all right in the same area that he kind of disappears into the background. I see, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, that has nothing to do with the fact that Ray of Hope's an artist, and I've been critiquing art for years unofficially. <laughs> well, honestly, they should have just flipped it. Like, the purples, right? the purples should have been on the inside and the greens on the outside. But it makes, like, whatever he's holding in his hand, which I'm guessing is supposed to be a sapperling. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, the giant red thing. I, I guess that, that makes that... Uh, all my attention is drawn to there, and he just kind of fades away. Yeah. That's a good critique, though. See, look at look, 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 look at this podcast. Critiquing art, talking about cards, and formats. And this card's only 17 cents. <laughs> no wonder. And that's saying something. The regular art card costs more than the ultimate art. How much was it? $1.69? Giggity. That's the ultimate. That's, that's the ultimate art. Yeah, yeah, showcase one. Like, oh, now, now you, you want to see like okay, so in in Commander itself, EDH, the original braids is banned. Oh, understandable. Type in, type in just type in braids, and read what the card does. There we go. Yeah, there you go. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player sacrifices an artifact, creature, or land. Bread. What set is that from? Uh, well, this is the well it's originally it's originally from. Uh, scroll down. It should tell us what sets it's available from. Uh, that does not. 
this one. That's a reprint. That's a reprinted version of that card. She also has a time shifted version as well, where she's blue and she like puts artifacts in the play or something weird. Which is like the version I'm looking at in black, and it was originally printed in Odyssey and reprint Modern Horizons 2 and Eternal Masters. Yeah, and that's Eternal Masters right there. But, um, okay, I'll get it for you. Okay, okay. Yeah, but like, imagine her as your commander. You literally are like the most unfun person at the table. <laughs> it's like cracking. I am looking at this right now. The Modern Horizons 2 copy of this card is nine cents. Yeah, it's because nobody, nobody can play it because it's banned in that format. Dang. She is fully banned in Commander, meaning like you can't even have her in your 99 as well. Uh, because back when I, because I run a uh, mono black tutor deck, and I went and played, and I ended up having to pull her out when they deck checked me, and I had to put a land in in place of her. And I was really sad because, you know, <laughs> it's braids. <laughs> it's one of the most <laughs> fun cards to like, I love playing it at my play group because I would just, everybody would groan. Like, oh, we're playing with this on the field? I would fit. I, I would I would go play Pokemon and wait for the next match to start. <laughs> right? So where are you going? I'm gonna go play Pikachu. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon. I got a team I'm working on over here. Let me know when you're ready for the next round. <laughs> right. Now, my third pick is Karn Living Legacy. I knew somebody was going to, I knew somebody was going to do this one. Because this is probably the most hated card right now. Uh, nobody thinks it's good. Or everybody, when they first saw us, thought this card was not good. I'm looking at it, and I'm going, okay, yeah, it's a plus one. You get a tapped Power Stone. Okay. You know, it's not the greatest. But in conjunction with your braids, you sat, you sacrifice the artifact, you make the artifact, and at the end of your turn, you use braids to sack the artifact. You're almost guaranteed to them lose life, and you draw cards. Yep. Literally. It's like you have a sack outlet for it. It's minus seven is insane if it's in an artifact deck. Uh, along with uh, Tezzeret, uh, Betrayer of Flesh, if you can ultimate both of those walkers and tap down uh, artifacts to draw cards or, or tap down artifacts to deal damage with Karn's emblem, you're drawing a card for every artifact you're tapping and you're dealing damage and reloading. I like that. First of all, it's Planeswalkers. So of course, I love it. Yeah, and then his his stained glass art is insane too. Well, I wouldn't call it stained glass. It's absolutely. It's what it looks like to me. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Oh wow, that's really hot. Yo, I'm about, I'm about to have to ask my fiance if I can get back to mine. Like, <laughs> yo, these cards yeah, are just not as expensive anymore. Yo. Yeah, this card, it's and its emblem and its power stone are my next purchases for my uh. Like, borderless five bucks the original 364 like yeah i mean i mean yeah I, I told y'all we got merch now right so y'all 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 go out there and buy it folks. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 order by the end of the night two t-shirts hey i got i, I got planeswalker jeans man i got i gotta get these planeswalkers <laughs> hold up I mean, at 364 for what less than 
two two dollar what little yeah what yeah maybe over two dollars more you get the you get the stained glass one i mean at least pimp something out right right exactly at this point i'm just like you know back when i had the card shop it was easier so i I used to get like play sets of planeswalkers um but i technically just need one (laughs) i mean just just one of each one and then i can just start going backwards from where we are now and just start buying planeswalkers unless it was actually really used then i have to wait yeah. because i'm not paying you know 20 plus dollars for a card right now <laughs> yeah. um i mean i did but you know it was because i have a deck that i really wanted to pimp out so <laughs> oh, you don't even have to say anything about that because trust me if if i find a good green white or green red for my uh, commander deck, I'll buy mm-hmm. it. I'll buy it. I- I'll I'll find some way to get some extra cash up to get it. <laughs> right, Jester, your last card. Okay, this card is going to be added into any deck I have that has defenders in it. It is going to be an absolute staple in any defender deck I run, IRL or an arena. Mm-hmm. It is the Shield Wall Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Ah. It is cost four. It is an artifact creature golem. It has defender. It is a one three. And the reason I'm putting it in there is because it's a wall fetcher. When shield walled sentinel enters a battlefield, you may search your library for a creature card with defender, reveal it, and put it into my hand, and then shuffle. I could go and get any wall I needed for whatever the situation was facing me. And bam, there it is. Done. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. This was my this was my second card that I thought you I thought you were gonna put in. <laughs> I, I recently built a, a blue-white defender deck, and Shield Wall Sentinel is clutch. Oh my god, by far. Any any honestly any card plus creature that can tutor for what you need is always just. Mm. And it's only yep. seven only seven cents. I mean I mean. Not only that, but do you remember you said back at the beginning of this that you said you pretty sure you knew one of my cards. Mm-hmm. And I told you I'm pretty sure you were wrong. Oh, I was. I. You were thinking I was gonna do the wing mantle chaplain, weren't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, I did think that was gonna be one of them. I was like, that card's nice too, though. But Shield Wall Sentinel is definitely. That's gonna go. That's gonna go in any white wall defender deck that uh, uh, Chester makes, just because it, it just works so well with that, and it gives you in the air coverage i mean that card is amazing by far agree hands down now my last card uh it's different (laughs) um i don't think anyone here would expect this card but that's why i did it so i'm gonna reveal the card and i'll tell you the story of the card and we'll go from there i chose impulse I knew you would choose Impulse. I knew it. When that card was revealed, the internet lost their minds. Bruh. But they revealed Impulse. I was sick. I was... was. Thankfully, I wasn't vomiting or anything like that, but crazy headache, crazy sinus problems. I ran past Impulse in the deck list, and it was like Vic's Vapor Rub to the nose. My, my sinuses opened up. My eyes dilated a little bit. 
I, 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 I might have got a little heat fever, bro. This card, Impulse. Look, look at the top four cards of your library, put one of them into your hand, and the rest go on the bottom of the library in any order. That card's only seven cents. And it, right? Like, like, this card, now that it's in standard, I'm just like, ah. And Did you read it? Next. Yes. I've, I've always made snap decisions. I'm just better at making the right ones now that I'm older and wiser. So what I need is, I need some, I need an artist to make an impulse Thanos card with him with the gauntlet. <laughs> I'll, I'm calling it out there, man. This card, I have splashed this in all my blue decks. Uh, and standard, it, it, it's, it's instant speed, so I don't have to play it right away. Uh, it has saved my butt in many situations in the standard pools. Uh, I just like it, man. I, I, I really was thinking like I don't have to play this card, but so far that that is like my third favorite card in this set by far. But I'm happy. Tezzeret said he Tezzeret was like I knew it. <laughs> he he I knew it. You. I'm. I knew. I'm a simple because guy. between. Between uh, impulse and I have to look it up. Give me a second here. I'm a simple man now these days. <laughs> Is there any honorable mentions that anybody wants to put in? I have one. I actually have one. I have one as well. Ooh, okay. So we started everything off with Tezzer. Let's go ahead and start off the honorable mentions with him as well. Just give me a second. I'm looking for that one card to finish off the previous. Where the heck are you? There it is. Uh. Impulse is just uh, one cheaper than Witness the Future, which basically does the same thing, uh, yep. except Witness is sorcery speed, and uh, you get to shuffle four cards from your graveyard into your library. So, like between these two cards, four copies of in any blue deck, blue base deck, you're you're good to go. You're golden, man. Golden. But, Oh, yeah. But my honorable mention, and due to what we're going to be playing tonight on our stream, uh, Joda the Unifier. <laughs> is this a little uh, sneak peek of what's going to happen tonight? This is one of a few decks that I've built for tonight. Notice how he said that. The existential crisis is already creeping into the back of my head. <laughs> There's too many Jodas. Joda. Joda the Unifier, Wooburg, which stands for each of the colors. 5-5 uh, five, five Legendary Human Wizard. Legendary creatures you control get plus X plus X, where X is the number of legendary creatures you control. Whenever you, you cast a legendary spell from your hand, exile the top cards of your libraries, uh, library until you exile a legendary non-land card with lesser mana value you may cast that card without paying its mana cost put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order he's a legendary cascader <laughs> i mean he's a unifier yep what better so, way to unify? yeah he's a five drop five five and he pulls anything legendary that's less than uh whatever you cast it's 
pretty dumb. I have a standard brawl and I have a historic brawl of this guy. <laughs> note to self, avoid Judah. Judah! Yeah. With mirror box. No, note to self, if you can kill it, kill it. Yeah, pretty much. Like Anybody who's a commander knows that killing the card, especially if it's your commander, is only a temporary fix. It's like, I would rather use my kill card on something s more uh, permanent. Substantial? Substantial, yes, thank you. <laughs> but again, but again, you gotta remember, every time you kill the commander, you cost two more to cast, so... Knowing you, that's really probably not gonna factor in very well. <laughs> uh, in standard, it kind of, in my brawl deck, not really. In, sta in the standard, <laughs> See? I'm just gonna let you know, Kill, kill him. Just kill him. I won't get mad. Just kill him. I love it. And this just... is just news for us. Everybody else in the stream tonight won't know that, so we get to watch their misery. Oh, All right. for sure, for yeah. sure. Jester, your turn. My honorable mention is, again, not the Defender Creature Token Maker. <laughs> it's the little one. Instead, my honorable mention is the, walk the Walking Bulwark. It's an artifact creature golem, one drop, zero three defender. Call Tap two until end of turn. Target creature with defender gains haste and can attack as though it didn't have defender. And assign its combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. Yes, I love this card. That is like the linchpin for making my wall deck stand up and smack people. Just got another <laughs> method to do so. <laughs> I love it's, this it's, card. it's the best. To me, it's probably one of the best. Uh, oh God, what was that enchantment that did that for walls? Which uh, one? Uh, assault formation, attack order, or um, the blue-white one? The, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the original white one that you used to oh, run. Rolling, Stone. rolling Stones? Yeah. Uh, because I'm, I, call, I call this ability Rolling Stones, because that's where okay. the ability first, first came from. But... Hold on. Before Rolling Stones, before the blanket enchantment, there was an individual enchantment called Animate Wall. Animate Wall, yeah. But uh, this one right here, this right here is a more versatile version of uh, Animate Wall because it can fit in any of the uh, limited wall color decks. Right? It's you know? basically a salt formation on a stick. My honorable mention, this was honestly because we lost uh, Scoo Swarm, so... Token, <laughs> token generator. I uh, lost to this card so bad last week. Tavoya stored the tides, man. I, I literally sat there. I was like, I know it doesn't make tokens, but it turns my lands into creatures, and I have a weird fascination with that too. Mm -hmm. Are you talking about the legendary mofo Murf 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 Meatloaf? Yeah, the legendary Meatloaf. The legendary <laughs> I'm writing that down. We gotta make the shirt. The legendary meatloaf. <laughs> but yes, it's the uh the Merfolk Druid, the legendary one. Uh lands, creatures you control have flying. And whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, if you control seven or more lands, up to that one target land you control becomes a three-three elemental creature with haste. It's still a land. And the only reason why I fell in love with this card, one, because it makes lands, two, uh the, the fact that it said if you control seven or more lands. I instantly thought it was Scoot Swarm and started crying. <laughs> I missed that Aww. thing, man. I missed that. It was so bad I had to stop playing that deck. That, that That's how bad 
I had it briskly sworn. Anything green, I put that deck. I put that card in my deck. He's not <laughs> lying. If y'all have gone back and watched past episodes of the Spark Syndicate, anytime you hear Chaos say the word insect, that's what he's referring to. It's not the creature type. It's Scoot Swarm. Instantly. Now, my question to you is: I, I think I think we played after the rotation, but did you ever get a chance to mutate onto on top of Scoot Swarm and then uh, get uh? get multiple copies of whatever you uh mutated on top oh yeah yes. i learned i could do that by uh, an opponent did it to me first yeah and i was like i saw i saw the interaction with mutate versus that and i'm like uh you can do this oh my god <laughs> and then i use that i would use that blue green uh mutate creature that would uh you could tap one tap it and like like look at the top card of your library. If it was a land, you put it into play, so it would make another. One. <laughs> it's just like, mm. <laughs> and I would just the, sit there uh... and do that on my opponent's turn until I hit something that wasn't a land, and then they would just scoop because it was hilarious. They're like, it's just so. Got remember, Scoot Swarm came out, and they literally had to update Arena so that you would lose if you kept producing too many dang tokens. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. They had to put a. They put a. 250 limiter on uh, uh, tokens. I remember I was like, ooh. But I'm telling you, so I would say uh, while we're going into the uh, the end of this episode, uh, what is something that you're looking forward to with this new group, with this new sets that, we're, that are coming? Like artifacts. Artifacts? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that was quick. That was quick. Arexians and artifacts. I'm, I'm, I'm giddy for. Like, I just want to get through. I want to get through. Uh, Brothers War as much as I want that that set to come out. I want to get to March of the Machine and aftermath of March of the Machine. Mm-hmm. Those are my like. This is this is gonna be my season to build some really janky stuff. Janky but amazing stuff. Yeah, it's like pull. If I can pull it off, I'll be happy. If I can't, oh well. <laughs> uh, Jester, I've not looked ahead. I don't know if they've spoiled anything for the Brothers Wars, but. One thing I love from the original Phyrexian set that I want to see back and not in a card ability, but actually on the cards themselves, bring back Phyrexian mana cost. I don't think they'll do that. I know I don't think they'll do that either, but I mean, that was one of the things that made Phyrexian set beautiful. If you didn't have the right color mana, pay two life, you could drop it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, that, was favorite. The, that was the problem with it is you could you could play cards off your color in text <laughs> that just really really <laughs> really made made it unfun during that standard. Oh yeah, where like the card itself, like because there's eat there's the defilers of each color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did they did that to make it specific for that color. They they wanted they wanted to do Phyrexian mana, which they did do technically in. Tamiyo completed and Adani completed, but at the same time, at the cost of losing loyalty. So they didn't, they didn't allow us to break 
Phyrexia mana cost, but they did make it an option. Playable now. They made it playable. And okay. not as broken as, say, just a card that has... Because, dude, my, my modern Infect deck is just grotesque being able to uh, pay life instead of mana for one-drop spells that then pump my Infectors and they can't be blocked and then you're dead. It, it's <laughs> gross. I think on my end, one thing that I'm definitely interested in for the future, uh, I'm just ready to see what I'm going to be able to build off of, especially with like a Johnny. Uh, I'm, I'm a big token person and Planeswalker person. So the fact that my most competitive deck right now is a green-white enchantment, just like aggro enchantment deck right now is pretty surprising to me. But I'm curious to see what I'm going to kind of scale into with the next sets coming out. It's, it's kind of hard to be disappointed with this set, especially this is the first set we get after rotation, or the first set we get with rotation, so... It feels like... Can I to mine? Yeah. yeah. Aside from Phyrexian Mana, I just remember there is something else I want to see more triggers of. The stun counters. Oh, the stun counter thing is crazy in this. Is what? Is crazy. I love I love that ability, stunning something. Oh, I agree, but there's only three cards in the set right now that do it. Right. Yeah, I know. I would love to see more of that. I'm, ag I'm agreeing with you. I love the thought of that because imagine, like, yeah, you can pass it. You can play pacify on a creature or whatever, but imagine stunning something and then proliferating. Right. <laughs> with that, we are now within the uh, the ten minute countdown uh we are so we're gonna push it into the end to the the closing statements of episode two of the council of the spark council 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 <laughs> um again if you have made it this far in the podcast you rock clearly your family because you love us so much um and I'm going to go ahead and let you two guys do your closing statements first, and then I'll do the, uh, you know, the bills, all that stuff, and then we will end this podcast. So, who wants to go first? I am Quizzical Jester. I have been playing Magic since the turn of the millennium. I absolutely love the fact that Arena brings Magic to the internet in ways that Wizards of the Coast has tried and failed to do before. <laughs> so I'm thoroughly immersed in this game. To me, with my life and my kids and my wife, this is a lot easier than trying to get out and do this IRL at a card shop. I miss it, but not enough to look forward to doing it again. You know what I mean? So I'm, yeah. I'm thankful we have Arena. I'm very thankful as well. We love you. You do crazy things, but we love you. <laughs> I'm Tezzeret86. I'm here to sling spells. And in the case of the podcast, talk about slinging spells. That's right. Zero to Chaos here. First, I would like to thank Jester's a beautiful wife, Rachel, for giving us the uh, the, the mid plug for the website. <laughs> so that'll be <laughs> that'll be the first thing that I bring up. Uh, final stage. If you didn't know, the Spark Syndicate is a show created under the uh, umbrella of Final Stage Network Promotion Network (FSPN). FSPN is a branch underneath uh my company final stage promotions well due to the success of the streams the success of the shows i was able to make a printing company and through that printing company we have shirts that's right guys the spark syndicate has 
officially started their own merch line. Uh, as you see right here on the screen, these are the first run of shirts that we have available. Once we get available. to available, available, available. <laughs> so you can rep, you can rep your favorite color, or you can go ahead and rep the show itself with our logo, our official Shield logo. Cool thing about this is because it is our launch shirt. Uh, I made all shirts ten dollars uh, plus shipping and handling, of course, but. This is a thank you. Like this is a like one of the biggest thank yous that I think we can do for all you guys and girls out there. Because you know, uh, we were just some three crazy guys who love to play magic and and as Tez says, sling spells. And through you, through all of you, you have helped us build this thing into what it is now. Uh, of course, please always remember to check us out on Twitch um, at Final Stage Promotions Network (FSPN). Uh, we do Friday Night Magic our way, the Spark Syndicate way, 8.30 Eastern Time. Mm -hmm. Perfect time to plug it. What is Bald Head? <laughs> ah, well, I'm glad you asked. So shameless plug, if you are a bald-headed bearded man, or if you're not a bald-headed bearded man, please go support Bald Head Apparel. I'll put the link in the description below. It's clean, it's simple, it's cool, and heck. I wear it and I have hair. This is our seasonal shirt. Just a, sh a shirt idea that uh, my fiance had. And she's like, you know what? Let's start off the uh, the fall season right with Future Ghost. Clean, simple, to the point. We have it in sweatshirts and we have it in a regular gray and black t-shirt. <laughs> so we also have a YouTube channel, Spark Syndicate where you can sit back, relax. All of our episodes, all of our streams will be cut up into uh, rounds or matches. Uh, we have Syndicate Versus. Um, at the last Friday of the month, we normally play Among Us. And of course- Which if I'm not mistaken is next Friday. Yes. As, yes. as of this podcast, next Friday, we'll be cracking out Among Us again, which you know is never a bad thing. <laughs> but um, we- and we'll be playing next month on Friday. Hey. The last Friday of October, I have plans with the missus. She turned. Um, um, another cool thing, too, that you remind me of. Um, I just realized that technically the last Friday of this month is the last day of this month as well. Um, yes. For all of our subscribers and supporters on our Twitch channel, uh, we we're going to start doing giveaways. Uh, in, our, in our first month of giveaways, depending on how many subscribers we can get for the month, uh, I think I think right now we're sitting at 14 subscribers on Twitch. So I was going to give away two uh, Syndicate logo T-shirts to uh, a couple of our supporters. Uh, so that will be possibly another early stream. Um, I might uh, get on at like six, seven o'clock do the giveaway and then we'll segue that into the show for that night um but yeah you know this is pretty cool you know we we officially have finished episode two um what do you guys think you know this is a this is a thing now love it <laughs> if you're listening to this on youtube go ahead and put some comments down below tell us what you think and feel right. tell us if there's something you want to specifically hear one month or something you don't want to hear one month just give us your feedback we do take that into consideration oh, the syndicate podcast 
should be on Spotify now. I think Spotify, um, iTunes, I'm still trying to get that figured out to get on iTunes, but I know we should be on Spotify too as well. Um, so if you're listening to us on your car ride, thank you. If you're watching us at home, thank you. If you're at school watching us on your phone, don't do that. Do something fun. Um, <laughs> you know, we are about to get ready for a stream, guys. So I'm Zero to Chaos. I'm Quizzical Jester. And everyone out there, thank you guys for watching another awesome episode of the Council of the Spark. I said it right. Yes, you did. Yes, bro. I, 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 I had to. I had to like stop for a minute and like really sound that out before I said count Council again. <laughs> um, I will. We will see y'all next time. Y'all be safe. Keep slinging them spells. And trust me, if you think you're getting mana flooded or you're getting mana screwed. Have to fix that. <laughs> you are welcome, Syndicate. Yes, guys. Y'all have a good rest of the day. Peace. Peace. Peace.